The Lord spoke to me and told me some things. He said, you'll begin to write with a new anointing. And through the music and through the singing as you minister forth, my anointing will flow out from you. Those who believe that and receive that anointing will be healed in their body. Financial need will be met. Harmony will come to the home. The yoke of bondage will be broken because it's the anointing that breaks the yoke. I'm David Engels, and this is the Hour of Anointing. One day the Word came walking down the road On his way to Jairus' house And a certain woman with an issue of blood Heard that he was healing, doing good She said with her mouth If I can touch his clothes I know I will, I know I shall be Crowded through the crowd, ever so bold She touched him and she was made whole She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, yes it worked for her She laid hold on the word, she laid hold on the word And it worked for her, she was made whole crowd who touched me who touched me he said the woman now healed trembling fell before him told him all the truth and what she did he said to her he called her daughter daughter your faith made you whole go What touches the Lord? Your faith. Violent faith touches the Lord. Since the days, from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth or allows violence, and the violent take it by force. You know, as a safety measure at the time that we were singing about here, this, this lady, they were supposed to be on the other side of the street or in some other area completely. Sick people were required to stay away from the other people. And, uh, this lady, she said, and kept saying, if I can touch his clothes, 
then I will be made whole. And you know, any time we're believing God, looking to God to do something for us, and we've petitioned God for something, there will always be something for us to do. There will be an action that we're to take. The first thing we need to look for is, what can I do? When we pray for somebody, the first thing they can do is start praising God that it's done. Something that they can do to release and to show uh, their faith. They may still be hurting. Uh, they may not feel healed. They may not be in that frame of mind. But the first thing you look for is something to do. What can I do? I will do in the natural what I know to do. And when I do that, I will move the supernatural hand of God. And that is violent faith in action. This lady said, if I just touch his garment, I shall be restored to health. So she came and she touched him. She touched his garment. And immediately her flow of blood was dried up at the source because she did all she could do to get her prayers answered. She could have sent a prayer request and said, please send Jesus over to the house just as soon as he gets time. No, she said, I'm going after him. And when I touch those clothes, I will be made whole. She did all she could do in the natural, and it brought about the results that she desired. Are you doing all that you know to do in the natural to get your prayer answered or your prayers answered? We want to look at another example of violent faith. The kingdom of heaven allows violent faith. We'll begin reading in 2 Kings chapter 7, verse 3. And there were four leprous men at the entering end of the gate, and they said one to another, Why sit we here? until we die. If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city, and we shall die there. And if we sit still here, we die also. Now therefore come and let us fall into the host of the Syrians. If they save us, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall but die. Now here's the situation. The people of Israel are besieged by the Syrians. They're inside the walled city. They can't get any food in, and their water supply is dwindling. They're even eating their own babies. And the uh, scripture we've just uh, read is about four lepers with eight legs who were at the entrance of the city's gate. They're on the outside. They decide either we can sit here and die, or we can go over to the Syrians, and they may kill us, or we can go over to the Syrians, and maybe they'll save us alive. And they rose up in the twilight to go unto the camp of the Syrians. And when they were come to the uttermost part of the camp of Syria, behold, there was no man there. For the Lord had made the host of the Syrians to hear a noise of chariots and a noise of horses, even the noise of a great host. And they said one to another, Lo, the king of Israel hath hired against us the kings of the Hittites and the kings of the Egyptians to come upon us. Wherefore they arose and fled in the twilight, and left their tents, and they left their horses, they left their asses, even the camp as it was, and they fled for their life. Now, one thing about these four with these eight legs here, they've at least got some revelation. Those on the inside have no hope because they're held captive by the walls. There are walls of tradition that are up. There are walls of past experiences that are up surrounding God's people today. The gates are barred and we can see failure. We're looking at ourselves and feeling sorry for ourselves. That's what they were doing on the inside of the wall area, but not these four men. So they rose up in the night and went to the Syrian camp. 
But when they came to the edge of the camp, no man was there, for the Lord had made the Syrian army hear a noise of chariots and horses. Those eight legs with eight feet must have sounded like 150,000 armed soldiers. Did you know that when you walk in faith, God can make you sound to the enemy like 10,000 armed soldiers? Did you know that? One of you can put 1,000 running. Two of you can put 10,000 running away from you. Remember, these guys are just doing what they know to do in the natural. They are taking violent steps when they're heading to the enemy's camp. They're being violent, and the violent take it by force. When those lepers came to the edge of the camp, they went into one tent, and they ate, and they drank. They carried away silver and gold and clothing, and went in and hid them in the darkness. Then they entered another tent, and carried from there also, and went and hid it. Then they said one to another, We do not well. This day is a day of glad or good tidings, and we hold our peace. In other words, we found some treasure, and we're not telling anybody about it. This is a great day. Uh, that's how I feel about God today. I've got to tell you about my God. It's not right that I'll be stealing what you go down the road and want and in lack. I've got to tell you about my Jesus. He's the Jesus that your voice will stop him on his way on a journey. Oh, Jesus, have mercy on me. He'll turn and say, what do you want me to do for you? They said, if we tarry till the morning light, some mischief will come upon us. Now, therefore, come that we may tell the king's household. So they came and called unto the porter of the city, and they told them, saying, We came to the camp of the Syrians, and behold, there was no man there. That's verses 9 and 10. So they told the king, and he said, I will now show you what the Syrians have done to us. They know that we be hungry, therefore they are gone out of the camp to hide themselves in the field, saying, When they come out of the city, we shall catch them alive and get into the city. One of his servants said, Let some men take some of the remaining horses. If they are caught and killed, they will be no worse off than all the multitude of Israel left in the city to be consumed. They got the same revelation that the lepers had. Why sit we here until we die? They sent five guys on five horses, and they found the camp exactly as the lepers had described it. So the people went out and plundered the tents of the Syrians. They did what they knew to do. God used those four men with eight legs that sounded like 150,000 armed soldiers to cause the Syrians to flee. You see, we've got to do what we know to do in the natural. It may be a phone call. It may be a prayer. It, it, it may be uh, uh, reaching out to somebody else and doing something for them. God will pick up with the supernatural as we release our faith in the natural. We're talking about using violent faith. The Bible says that since the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence, and the violent take it by force. Suffereth means allows. The kingdom of heaven allows violence, and the violent take it by force. Be challenged in the Lord today. Do what you can do. You've prayed your prayer, or after you do pray your prayer, then look for something that you can do in the natural, and God will pick up at that point. I'm a new creation. I'm David Ingalls, and you've been listening to The Hour of Anointing. Today's offer is my four-CD collection, Scripture Classics. This is a compilation of eight of my recordings now on four long-play music CDs. With over 60 songs, this collection represents 20 years of studying the Scriptures and traveling alongside 
some of the greatest ministers of the Word of Faith message. Some of the songs included are The Seed of Abraham, I'm a New Creation, Garment of Praise, Day of Independence, It is Written, You Won't Leave Here Like You Came in Jesus' Name, The Word is Working Mightily in Me, This is Our Finest Hour, Mark 11, 23, 24, I Sure Love You, and many, many more. Over 60 songs are included in this specially priced collection entitled Scripture Classics. Stay tuned for ordering information. To order today's offer and additional David Ingalls products, including music CDs and downloads, soundtracks and songbooks, call us toll-free at 1-877-34-RADIO or visit us online at diministries.org. And while you're there, check out audio archives of past programs, including today's broadcast. Our mailing address is David Ingalls Ministries, P.O. Box 1924, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74101. When writing, please include an offering for Radio Time along with the call letters of this station. Tune in weekdays at this same time for the Hour of Anointing with David Ingalls. Jesus.